Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday, and we are recapping and discussing the final season of Shit's Creek. This is season six. It's the last one, and we're a little bit sad about it, but we're also I don't know. We're really enjoying this time together, aren't we, Jamie? We are. I love it. I do too. I do too. I have my friend Jamie say they're on the line. And if you have listened to any of the Schitt's Creek um, episodes, then you know Jamie and she's back as she has been after every brand new episode with me to kind of digest and discuss what we liked, what we maybe didn't like, uh, and where we think this season is heading with the final wrap-up of the Rose family saga. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And if you haven't guessed it, this is, of course, a 100% spoiler episode. Uh, So if that's not your thing, if you haven't listened or or if you haven't been able to watch the shows yet, if you are not interested in spoilers, then you have permission to bounce on out. I totally get it. But I do want to just repeat, that's your warning. It says it in the title, but just in case, (laughs) um, that's uh, that's what's going to happen. And we are talking about... Uh, this is episode six, right? Are we on episode six? And it's called The Wingman. It is episode six. Yeah. Okay. So episode six, The Wingman. We both just finished watching it. So it's kind of hot and fresh in our minds. And uh, all right, let's do it. So Jamie, okay. give us that recap of what we just saw. And uh, let's go from there with The Wingman. Okay. Sounds good. So we started out with David and Patrick enjoying some morning coffee and some banter and uh, knock at the door to get their new coffee table delivered and blast from the past. It's hot Jake delivering there. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, David and Patrick are both a little bit flustered by seeing Jake and, you know, there was some heavy flirting going on and uh, that was kind of fun to watch. And then, so then we moved to... Actually, I think we opened up on the morning show. I'm sorry. We opened up on the morning live with Barb and Lizzie, which was a new show. And they were interviewing Maura about the big premiere event with the Crows. And Alexis was feeding her some cue cards to make sure that she didn't, to stop talking about streaming, as she reminded her. (laughs) And then we went to David (laughs) and Patrick. And then the other big thing that was going on was... Ronnie was back and a little saucy this episode. She was back because she has Bob as her roomie because Bob and Gwen sadly have broken up. So she's trying to get some help from Roland and Johnny into uh, helping Bob move on. So, And then the other thing, which I know we're going to dive into a little bit more, is Ted and Alexis. Um, They had some video chatting going on and... You could really see some conflict coming up, so trying to work through that. So that was, those are the highlights. Yeah, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Uh, This one is one of those episodes that I didn't love, but I think that's because we're we're hitting some uncomfortable or potentially uncomfortable plot points here. (laughs) First of all, the whole Patrick and 
Patrick and Jake flirtation thing had me just rolling <laughs> because David was just sitting over there smugly laughing over the whole entire experience. Uh, and I thought it was really cute. I thought I did like yeah, that one. It was really adorable. And at the end, he even's like, you're blushing. It was. Yeah, he was teasing him. It was yeah. very cute. I think my favorite part of this whole one, though, was when Alexis has found a way to spin that whole debacle with the birds, with the mm-hmm. crows, and that they're now making it sound like it was a planned publicity stunt. Nobody was hurt. Everybody was all actors and everything was fine. It was all a stunt and everybody is eating it up. And I love that, how they've taken what should have been like this debacle and she is just rocking it into this awesome career and she's getting accolades and she's getting all those flowers were sent for her. And I loved that. Did for Alexis, but it kind of, when, when she walked in and, you know, saw all the flowers and then Moira just sounded so sad when she's like, they're all. Oh, I didn't take it that way at all. I took it as that she was very proud of the fact that they were all for her and that her daughter had done such a good job. And like when she pulled her onto the morning show Mm -hmm. and stuff, I took, I took Moira as being very proud of Alexis, but more as a mom, she was sad because she knows, you know, as a, as a woman who's like trying to make a name for herself in a business and a very tough business, she knows that Alexis shouldn't leave. Yeah. However, as a woman who also found her true love and, you know, whatever, she also understands that maybe Alexis needs to leave. And so I, I, I think that's where Moira's what, sadness might have that you were that you were vibing on yeah. that's where i got it from with okay. that it was more that that she was thinking uh yes they're all for you you've done this amazing job but now that means you have this big choice to make it would have been easier if this whole thing had been like more low key and you know what i mean yeah. like it hadn't that's that's the way i took it was i like that, that she was being a protective yeah i felt like she was being a protective mom not that she was sulking okay that they weren't for her that was the way i interpreted it i could be wrong no. but that's how i saw it and you know what that makes sense because you know part of the whole story of the roses is how they're all growing and moira's finally finally growing into being a mom <laughs> I, I, honestly, right, right. I it's it's never too late. Right. It's never too late, Mara. <laughs> uh, so so I did like that, but then that did flip us to to the, the sadness that comes out of this episode. Well, there's two kind of sad things. First of all, poor Bob. I know Bob I is know. so sad and so pathetic, and this whole Bob story. Uh, while I had to laugh with the Ronnie side notes, and that did she she. I'm glad to see her get some time, you know, uh, in the show. I just felt so awful for poor Bob the whole time. He's so heartbroken over poor Gwen. He, over well, you know what though, Gwen. Gwen's doing whatever Gwen wants to do, and that's like the funny thing is that she's obviously having a grand old time and has her uh, next male cousin right. over. I did love that. <laughs> Um, so I, you know, I, I don't feel bad for Glenn. I, yeah. Glenn, I think Gwen's doing what Gwen needs to do, whatever that may be. But poor Bob is just not handling this at all. You're not well at all. No, he is, he is just devastated and can't really seem to wrap his mind mm-hmm. around moving on. You know, when Johnny dresses him in his <laughs> own suit to take him out for the, I thought he looked good. And I was like, you get it, Bob, yeah. but it's Bob. So do we really think that's going to work? 
<laughs> yeah, and I just can't imagine that there's a giant um, sea of women for him to choose from in Schitt's Creek. Correct, correct. Yeah, that was, yeah. So the, so the Bob thing, I don't know. This might be a case where a little bit has gone too far for me. Yeah. That was the other thing, too, is that I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't want the Bob and Gwen thing to be like the primary focus of this whole season, you know? Right. Again, I'm going to trust my boy that he's going to come through with something at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sure he will. But uh, yeah, that's where, I st- that's where I stood on the Bob episode. The Ted and Alexis one, my husband was watching it with me and he was like, oh, do you think Ted is cheating on her? Do you think that, didn't he mention like somebody named Chris or Kristen yeah. or something? Uh, and and I was like, no, I I feel like Ted's a pretty solid dude. I just really think he's he's aware that Alexis, how miserable Alexis would be, and how great she is where she is. And so I truly think that's just coming from the goodness of his own heart and love that she should stay there. Yeah, I could be wrong, but that's my gut feeling is that he's doing that. But I think he's not prepared or expecting her to break up with them, which is, I think, what's, what's coming. I, uh, I see. I'm, I'm still holding firm that I hope that, that, that doesn't happen. Um, I just think that Ted, Ted kind of has known from the get go that this whole Galapagos thing wasn't really for Alexis. And I Mm -hmm, think he's just mm -hmm. trying to do what he can to make them both happy and be able to live their dream. Mm-hmm. And hopefully come back together in the end and work everything out. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think it is, but I don't know. I just, that's my feeling that I don't think this, I don't think they're going to end up together. I think they're going to both end up where they're supposed to be and however they're supposed to be, which honestly, I would, I would be really okay if Alexis ends up without a man like I'd, I'd be okay with that that would I don't need a, I don't need another love you know to enter her life to take her away from Ted but I would kind of like to see her standing on her own yeah. feet and just you know being okay with that if her and Ted end up together I am also totally team Ted so I'm, so I'm I'm completely fine with that if that happens but that's just not the vibe I'm getting I'm definitely going in the they're gonna drift apart for now direction and it makes sense and maybe alexis's story is that she is you know she can be okay on her own two feet Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. yep i i kind of feel like that's that's the trajectory we're on uh but i'm i'm thrilled for moira she's got this little smash hit but of course i think that's going to turn into to some crossroads where they're going to have to decide if they're leaving Schitt's creek or not and i don't like that because I'm I'm team Johnny in the sense that I'm glad that he's kind of found his place, you know? Right. Yeah, I I don't know how it would play out and you know, I obviously Stevie's still in the mix and Stevie had a great had a great little almost cameo type of appearance tonight when we <laughs> yep. didn't talk about they went over to Jake's house for whiskey cuz they thought they were going to have a little uh action going on so to say. And Stevie is there and like can I have anything for myself? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Stevie, you tell him. <laughs> yeah. That, she, she was an unexpected surprise uh, at their, at their event, at their soiree. Yes. But she, she, but I liked it. I liked the fact that she was there and that she was basically like, uh, y'all can leave now. And they're like, yeah, we should all leave. And she's like, no, <laughs> you can leave. 
<laughs> yeah. Hey, get it, girl. Get it. Right? I'm not mad at you, Stevie. I am not mad at you. <laughs> it was good. It was good. All right. Well, I think we've pretty much kind of given our feeling on most of the major plot lines. Yes. Uh, any quotes or anything that you really loved? My, the one that made me laugh the hardest, I think, was when David said, this coffee table really brings out your lips. <laughs> yes. So I don't know if you picked up on this, but like, I almost feel like this season has a lot of little like Easter eggs for us. Um, you know, mm-hmm. with next week, the, I can't even say his name, so I'm not even going to try the wine. episode. <laughs> um, I can't, I can't say it without saying it the wrong way. Right. That's going to get me, you know, censored right. by the people in China. So um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't even try. <laughs> um, so that, that looks really funny next week, but, in this episode, after, you know, they had their little run-in with Jake or whatever, there was there was David sitting on the couch eating a mall pretzel. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love the fact that he was eating a mall pretzel again. And he's not going to feel any shame or guilt over that. Yes. <laughs> and I saw after the episode ended, I was kind of flipping through Twitter and somebody tweeted at Dan Levy and said, I'm going to make up a drinking game every time your character eats or drinks something on screen, I'm going to have to take a shot. And Dan Levy said, for the love of your liver, please do not do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, And then I thought it was really funny when Ted was talking about that the the sea turtle had laid eggs and Alexa said, ooh, fresh omelets. (laughs) I know. No, no, not exactly, Alexis. (laughs) Ecosystem. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, it was it was another, you know, again, this whole season. I, and I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what the answer is. I, and I don't know if I've even mentioned this before. Maybe we did. I should go back and listen to my own episodes. I don't remember. <laughs> but do, do you wonder if, first of all, they feel shorter, which I'm yes. sure they're not, but they feel shorter. But I also think that at least the way I watched it, and I think the way you watched it, didn't you get to watch like a whole season in one set, not in one sitting, but I mean, you were able to watch it without all the interruptions of like the commercials and whatever. So there was a specific flow going. I'm wondering if that's my problem is watching it live is not making me love it as much or if it really is, I don't know, the content or where we're going with it or are they holding back and the second half of the season is just going to blow me away? Like what's up? I'm not sure. I, I, I'm, don't get me wrong. Nobody don't get me. I'm happy with it. I'm satisfied enough. I just don't have that same uh, fluttery, Oh my gosh, yeah. I love Shit's Creek. You know, that I did particularly from season two, three, and four. Those were the three seasons that I really wish I can watch those three seasons over and over and over again. Um, nothing against one, nothing against five, but those are those, those are my, those three in the core middle are, are, are my favorite. And so I just feel like this one, it's okay. Yeah. It, it's good. It's solid. It's very much, you know, along the lines of what Shit's Creek is about. So it's not like I'm disappointed, but uh, I don't have that that pulling of of love consistently. Now there's been like two episodes I think that yes. we both really really yep. liked, and then the other ones have just been kind of like this. So I don't know what it is. I I was trying to figure out if it was because of the way I'm watching it versus. I don't think so because I mean, for one thing, we're both you know I'm watching it with my husband as well, and he's like, gosh, he's like, it's over already, 
you know, it seems yeah. to go by really yeah. fast. And I, you know, and I asked them after this one went over, cause I kind of wanted to talk it through with someone besides, you know, my other fangirl. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, how did you feel about it? He's like, mm, I mean, it was good, you know, but he wasn't, Yeah, you know, it's not one that I would go back and I wouldn't gravitate towards this season over other seasons. Yeah, definitely. If I'm going to watch it, like that, like I said, those, those three in the middle are the ones that are my favorites, but anyway, anyway, we'll see. We'll see. We like, I yep. agree with you. We got plenty of more Shit's Creek ahead of us and we're just going to trust in Dan <laughs> and see what he put together for us. And I'm sure it'll be great. Yes. Um, again, not disappointed. It's just not, I don't know. Not, I not, getcha. Not the same. You know what I'm saying? Yep. All right. Yep. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> we will be back next week. Thanks for fangirling again with us. And this episode of the Shit's Creek Season 6 recapping. And uh, let me know what you think. If you're having those same feelings, I want to hear about it. We are both on Twitter, so hit us up. Uh, I'm at No Guilt Life. She's at Jamie Sather. And uh, yeah. Let's talk about it. I'm game. I'll talk about it all day long. <laughs> That's why we're here. That's why we're here. <laughs> all right. Thanks for, thanks for being on the show again, Jamie, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Sounds good. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>